This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash gamezilla media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I'm about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh. oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro podcast. This is Xander and Craig WK. And we're finally doing it. Yeah, so Xander and I have wanted to do this episode uh, for quite a bit now. Yeah, uh, this is uh, uh, a pretty big game for both of us. I would say so. Yeah, this is uh, Harvest Moon sixty four. Mm-hmm. So Harvest Moon sixty four uh, was released on December twenty second, nineteen ninety nine, and this farm simulator game has you playing a silent protagonist who inherits a farm after his grandfather passed away, uh, and must prove to his father that he's responsible enough to take care of the farm. If that sounds familiar, it's because it's every Harvest Moon game ever, basically. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what about what about that Harvest Moon game on Super Nintendo? You oh. mean the one where you inherit your grandpa's farm and you have to show that you can do it? <sighs> well, well, okay, all right, fair enough. What about the one on GameCube, the one where it's like a wonderful life? Yeah, the one where you inherit your grandfather's farm and you have to prove to your family that you can take care of it. What about the one on PlayStation 2? Yeah, that one, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. That one, um, your grandfather passed away, you inherited his farm, and you had to prove to your family you could take care of it. What about the three on the Game Boy? (laughs) (laughs) They're all the same. (laughs) But that's okay, because for some reason, this game can repeat itself, and it's perfectly okay. You know, it's funny, because uh, one of my complaints, like, more so years ago, uh, nowadays I kind of get it a little more, but, like, you know, when I would argue with other, uh, like, kids on the playground, they would talk about how great all the sports games were. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, this one's better than ever. And I'd be like, no, 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 don't be stupid. It's the same game over and over again. (laughs) And, and, you know, I I was always that kid who was like, oh, sports games are dumb dumb because you you should play farming games. Yeah, and, and in hindsight, it's like, Oh, wait, I was playing the same game every system. Mm-hmm. Ha. Yep. Ha. And then it got released as Stardew Valley. And then we were like, okay, this is good, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, And Stardew Valley is basically the spiritual successor. Mm-hmm. It's a game where your grandfather passes away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah? You're at the farm. <laughs> and you have to prove to yourself that you can do it. Oh, okay. Oh, That's way different. above. <laughs> Uh, you said December 22nd? December 22nd, 1999. 1999. In America. I, yeah. I bought this probably a week later than after it came out because I had money from Christmas and I went out shopping. I was like, Harvest Moon? Yes, please. Honestly, I got this for that Christmas. So uh, my grandparents uh, really, really loved me to have to go shopping right? days before Christmas to get this game because I was super excited for this game. Because it certainly wasn't they ordered it on Amazon or anything like that. No, no, that no. wasn't a thing. <laughs> and even if it was, I'm sure I can, it was, it just wasn't like two day shipping, get it by Christmas. And I think it was only books at that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I, I, my my first experience with uh, Harvest Moon 64 was uh, like looking at Nintendo Power Magazine, mm-hmm. seeing this upcoming game. And I think it was probably Weren't the same for the you, days. right? <laughs> right? I was so excited for this game because I uh, really, really loved the Super Nintendo one. Me too. Yeah, we both. Me I and never Xander owned both. the Super Nintendo one, but I played it a lot. Did you borrow it from me? Uh, no. Really? Nope. Did I you just know you when that came out? Oh right, yeah. I, we, I rented it, and then also I think uh, a friend of uh, uh, Matrick 
I think he had it, and I borrowed it from him. Oh, so you borrowed it from uh, Matrick on stage. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. He's a, a part of our stream team these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I We would have been uh, hanging out around, the, around time. the time this came out. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Because uh, I remember the first time I ever, like, because we, you know, we've we've talked about how our friendship started before on the show. Um, we started talking to each other because we were in the back of our English uh, class uh-huh. in ninth grade, like the first or second day, and we were both like, "Hey, Earthbound, yeah, Earthbound," and then just instantly <laughs> friends. Yeah. Um, but one of the first times I ever called you on the phone, like you know, back when that was a, a big deal. Oh yeah, that was uh, a thing. You had your friend Andy over, mm-hmm. and I was playing Harvest Moon at home, and I remember this specifically because like. I was just running uh, circles in the snow uh-huh. <laughs> in Harvest Moon for SNES, <laughs> and that, that, that's what I remember. As I was playing that game, and then like while I would like uh, while there was like a lull in the game, and like we were talking about mm-hmm. something, I would just run in circles and make little footprints. Yeah, uh, uh, and it's it's funny you bring up uh, Andy because uh, my my buddy growing up, uh, this was a big game he played as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually got uh, another friend of ours to like play this game because there were four records you could have on it. Was it four? I thought it was just three. On sixty four, I'm pretty sure it was four records. Okay, if it was three, then they were all filled with me and right. uh, Andy and our buddy Joe. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was uh, 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 funny because we each like you know went after a different you know a different uh, right. girl to go after. To see well, what you the can't game go after like. your friend's girl. That's just not. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just real weird. This is also before they introduced the uh, same-sex marriage in these games, which wasn't too far behind, I don't think. Oh, you know, I think, or maybe I'm just thinking. I th- you could play as the other gender is what you I'm could thinking. Pl- yeah, you could That's play as the other of. gender. Harvest Moon might still be uh, not an it, ally game. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Harvest Moon has kind of been a little iffy on it. Uh, a little more conservative than Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, certainly more conservative than Stardew Valley. I, uh, in fact, I I think what they they did was like for the uh, one of the games, it was like you have a life partner. They didn't oh, say you got married, right. and that's just. That's that's just taking the coward's way out, as far right. as I'm concerned. I uh, so I uh, so yeah. Harvest Moon '64 is uh, it was uh, 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 Hal helped make this game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Hal Laboratories, which uh, is a part of the Kirby series, mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've heard of it. Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah, they helped with. Yeah, so a, a whole bunch of. You can great see why games. we were interested. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I uh, but so I. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned this is a farming simulator. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of weird. Uh, so th- for those who aren't as familiar, like you legitimately, you you clear the land, you mm-hmm. plant crops, you water them, you take care of them. Mm-hmm. You have cows and chickens. Uh, you can go gather items on like the mountain. Yep. Go fishing. Yeah, you can go fishing. And then uh, you can also like court the ladies in town mm-hmm. and end up getting married. And the game continues on. It like you yeah. have a kid, and the game technically ends at three years. But in this one, like unlike the Super Nintendo version where you were just done, yeah, you can keep going. I had a record that was like probably at like six years. Me too. Yep. It was it was great. Like I doubled past like the amount of time you, yeah. you needed, and like I had so much money, I didn't know what to do yeah. with it. I had a greenhouse yep. and stuff. It was it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. So you start with um, just this huge almost like almost overwhelming size of land. Oh, yeah, it's insane. rocks and grass and, and it looks tree terrible. branches. It looks awful. Gramps did not do a good well, job. I mean, Gramps had been dead for a while, <laughs> and it was either sell the farm or give it to you. All right, fair enough. Um, I don't think, I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't say, like, he's freshly dead. We've just buried him. <laughs> uh, please go take care of his farm. And if that's the case, he must have been sick for a long time, because... Yikes. Yeah, seriously. Also, when you're shoveling back there, Junior, don't shovel right. in the there's back gonna left be some, corner. There's going to be some fresh dirt. Just ignore it. Ignore it. Yep. <laughs> just put some flowers on it. We appreciate it. I know it. it's weird that Grandpa didn't have a funeral. <laughs> just ignore it. <laughs> it was cheaper this way. <laughs> it was It was his dream. <laughs> I, yeah, so I... I like the, the like when you first start the game though you're right like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of overwhelming because you like look around your farm and you're just like oh hey unless this is a boulder farm right. I'm not a successful <laughs> farmer right now 
Yeah, and it's what's funny is like how at the beginning of the game is like, oh, there's so much work to do, but then by the end of the game you're like, I don't have enough land. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's kind of crazy because like, uh, you know. By the end of it, yeah, you're just sort of like, well, I went into the barn, mm-hmm. I fed the chickens, I yep. went into the other barn and fed the the cows, I went into my greenhouse. All those things freeze time. Yeah, the greenhouse, freezing time. Oh, it's wonderful. Thing ever. Absolutely. <laughs> so so the game, it's it's not a, it's not a, a true like to the time kind of thing. Most no. of these games are not. Otherwise, you wouldn't get anything done <laughs> right. with the rest of your life. Yeah, well. Maybe you would. Maybe you would eventually get to like, I think Animal Crossing. Like you're kind of like, okay, I'm done playing for now. Everything's fine. I can come back later if I want to. Uh-huh. This is like, nah, bro. If you save the game, this day's done. And if you haven't made any money, sorry. Yeah, yeah. When you uh, uh when you go, essentially like go to bed for the night, you have the option to save the game mm-hmm. or not. But regardless, you go to bed. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. So. You have this huge field, and, and so you also have stamina. So not only are you fighting the clock, you're also fighting your character's stamina. That's mm-hmm. why it seems so overwhelming at the beginning is because you have such limited power to keep working, and you hope your buddy brings out that little rice ball that he can eat to give you a little bit more energy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you can make food that, that boosts you up a little bit more, or maybe I'm thinking of Stardew Valley. You know, I put a lot of time into Stardew Valley <laughs> recently, too, so <laughs> if this all kind of blends, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's it's cool. The uh, I, I don't think you can make your own food, per se, but like you can go... recipes that you could get. Oh, maybe? I... I... Maybe you eventually get a kitchen in the you game. You do get a kitchen, and you do get recipes from people because that was one of the thing, like the completionist things that I went for. Oh, you know, I I, I, I didn't don't remember do if that very it, often. I don't think it it. I don't think you could eat a, a ton, and I don't think it would re- increase your stamina that much that you could like keep going all day. But then again, the game, the days in game were like five minutes long. Yeah, they're not super long. Uh, so you had to really choose, like, am I going to farm today? Am I going to farm real quick and then go to the mountains? Am I going to go visit, you know, mingle in town? I mean, that's really your only option. <laughs> yeah, I found, uh, uh, especially early in the game, like, as the time went by and I, I was able to, like, manage my time more efficiently, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little better. But, like, early on in the game, I didn't really talk to the townspeople yeah, you're very much. Recluse. Yeah, I, I, you really are. You're just this, you're like, you know, the townspeople are like, ah, uh, did you see the uh, the new guy who went into uh, uh, the the farm? That haunted old farm? Yeah, <laughs> that, that guy who introduced himself, Craig WK, on the first day? Yeah. Well, he's been up on that old haunted farm for like weeks <laughs> Nobody's now. Nobody's seen him. They see that the trucks go in and they pick things up, but I don't see nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> One time I saw a shadowy figure with a side swinging it around. I, I ran out of there so fast. I saw him working out in the field and he just, he swung and he collapsed. <laughs> I ain't seen him since. <laughs> I think he's dead. I, uh, yeah, so I. Uh, so you know the the stamina meter is a big part of it because I mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, invisible. Yes, you cannot see it. Uh, every you so often, when you're done, when your character collapses. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting though because every so often you have an animation. Mm-hmm. Like every so often, your farmer will like set his item on the ground or whatever, and like kind of yeah, wipe his wet. brow. Yeah, or or have uh, like a snack at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. There's different animations at different parts of the day, or when you're tired, mm-hmm. and so you just sort of have to start like you know figuring things out. So like when he's like panting. It's like, okay, I'm going to kill my farmer if I yeah. keep pushing. And he does, like, wobble and fall. And I think if you keep going beyond that, like, he will eventually just pass out. And there's even uh, what's kind of interesting is there, uh, and I don't know if there's scheduled, like, events in the game for it or if it's just sort of, like, like happenstance. But, like, I think that if it's raining and you're working to exhaustion, oh, yeah. you'll get, you get sick, sick. And you miss an entire day. Yeah, which is awful because that means your animals get mad and they won't make food for you or they yep. don't make eggs or milk. They could also get sick. They could die. <laughs> yeah, it's real depressing. You have like funerals for like cows yeah. and chickens if you don't take care of them well mm-hmm. enough. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy the amount of stuff that went into this. And uh, as far as that goes, Xander, the uh, uh, one of the big things about Harvest Moon 64 and the reason it's so jam packed full of stuff is uh, the creator of the game said that many of the features that uh, that he wanted in like the Super Nintendo version, mm-hmm. he had to cut due to like time constraints and right. stuff. Uh, so the N64 version is is a lot closer to what his original ideal mm-hmm. for what Harvest Moon should be. So it's kind of interesting that like, you know, we have all this stuff and it kind of makes you wonder like, oh, if they had more time on the Super Nintendo version, right. would we have seen some of this stuff in yeah. there? Yeah, and this, that's the 
these games uh, sometimes don't really feel like specifically Harvest Moon and Harvest Moon 64 mm-hmm. don't necessarily feel like sequels as much as they feel like remakes. Yeah, it, that I would I would I would definitely agree with that. It feels like Harvest Moon 64 is much more of like a remake mm-hmm. or a remaster than than like an actual like sequel. Right. Because it's the same thing happening. Right. Well, that's pretty much all the Harvest Moon games. And yeah, there and it's not like you finish one game and then it's like next game like i'm continuing my farm it's it's always i mean they're they're never true sequels it's just right. like oh here's another one this is this generation's harvest moon it kind of makes you wonder are like so if the super nintendo version was your first character are you the grandpa in the second game oh my god that's so sad <laughs> and you why mean, do you skip generations i mean like the first game you could have a kid right or no uh, yeah, you can. Uh, but I mean, let's face it, that kid is not a farmer. Right. He's ungrateful and ran off. So it would have right. to be the next generation. Okay, I guess, yeah, you know. I guess it makes sense that it would skip a generation then. You know, there, there's, it's it's a weird family genetic trait where yeah. the, the next generation is always going to be ungrateful and not want to have to work on a farm. And then they will raise ungrateful children who need to be sent <laughs> back to the farm so they can remember what it was like. Exactly. I. Uh, so I wanted to touch base about uh, uh, some of the different events in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have events like, uh, uh, you know, like you meet characters and you can kind of befriend them. And some of them will leave town. Yeah. Like if, if you like somebody, you're going to want to buddy, buddy, be buddy, buddy with them because every so often they might just not be there anymore. Yeah. That's actually one of the other really cool things about this game was in the first game you worked on your own relationship and that was it. Yeah. This one, you can you can choose a celibate lifestyle and hook everybody. You can hook all the eligible bachelorettes up with someone else. You really can. And it's interesting because uh, one of the fun things about this game is hooking up your friends with like uh, uh, the girls they have a crush on. So yeah. like uh, uh, I think we can all agree that Harris, the mailman, is your best friend like he's gotta be right he's the best mailman in any video game of course yes bar none hands down harris is best mailman Mm -hmm. and so i wait are you saying male m-a-l-e man like you're just reiterating the fact that he's a man he's a male mailman he's a male mailman he's a mailman who also mails mail yes so he's a male 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 man yes But anyway, <laughs> so so Harris and he's the best male 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 male. He's male, the male. best male 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 man. Yes, yes, I uh, nailed it. <laughs> so so Harris has a crush on the girl who works at the library, uh, Maria. Yes, and uh, if you uh, chat with her about, and it's funny because like you you don't want to give her gifts. Yeah, you don't want to woo her too much, right? Because then she'll have a crush on you. Her. Yeah. So you have to just talk to her a bunch and you talk to Harris and then you start finding out that they kind of have a thing for each other mm-hmm. and you basically hook them up. Yep. And uh, uh, and it's great because like you get to go to your, your friend's wedding and stuff right. and everything like that. Uh, now, and- before we go any further, and I hate to cut you off, this is the most important question anytime you talk to anybody about Harvest Moon. And I'm sorry I didn't bring it up sooner. I know the answer, but for our listeners, uh-huh. who was your lady? Karen. Yes. Karen, Karen, who worked at the winery. Yes, Karen worked at the winery. She, or the bar. Uh, but yeah, the like bar and lived, lived at the winery. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know why, but for some reason I went. She's, um, this is going to sound awfully chauvinistic and like sexist, but <laughs> she's the easiest. <laughs> she I mean, works at the bar, which is open later than anything else, so you never have to worry about, like, I'm working a full day, and then I'm going to go into town. Oh, crap, everything's closed. Guess I'll go talk to the chick at the bar. It, it, yeah, it, there is definitely it's a, a convenience thing. It is very convenient in game, like you know, and everything. And uh, I, in the first game, I went after Eve, who was the, the who bar. worked at the bar. As and did so, I. yeah, and so in the second universe, it's not like we're going for the right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We're not going That's for the same weird. girl. That would be weird. <laughs> uh, and I'd have to fight you. Right. I mean, we'd have to have <laughs> a fist fight right here in the studio, yeah. um, and that would be terrible. Uh, well, I mean. Yes, terrible, terrible, yes, terrible, terrible. Yeah, terrible. But terrible. It, But anyway, I uh, so I. Uh, Sorry, you were saying about Harris and marrying your friends. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, it, it is a lot easier. I, uh, I, uh, you know. Because of the fact that she works in a, a late night place, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like, in, in, as soon as the game started, I was just like, well, I went after the girl who worked at the bar last time. Like, I guess I should just do the same. Like, just re- right. sort of repeat the process. Uh, 
but uh but yeah so that's what i did and uh uh, honestly, Karen, I feel like the uh, like the the personality, like she was she was a lot angrier than like all the other bachelorettes, <laughs> and maybe it's the alcohol. I don't know, but I uh, I yeah I, I thought that I uh, I she was a, a fun character to to you know have with you and stuff. And uh, Xander, who did you go after in Harvest Moon sixty four? I went with what I thought, and this is also going to sound weird. But please remember, 1999, I was 13, 14 <laughs> right. at the time. Um, I went for the one that I thought was like the cutest. Um, so you had Karen, who worked at the bar, uh-huh. who, you know, just short shorts and like a, uh, va- like a jean yeah, a vest, vest and like brown a, hair, a, a spaghetti string tank top underneath, we yeah. can assume. Uh, and then there was the uh, the mousy library chick, Maria. Maria. Uh-huh. Um, dark hair, glasses. Yeah, dark hair. Eh, kind of cute. Not Not really my type. Uh, there was L who who worked at the uh, the bakery the bakery short, short hair doesn't do it for me really yeah. I, now I'm normally a short hair guy yeah, but I, just, uh, I can't get uh, I mean no offense if you have short hair but it's not my I mean I'm not married I'm not worried about offending any other potential ladies <laughs> um, and then there was what was the name of the the redhead that worked at the Anne Anne yes thank you um, no nah, just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um and the potpourri, and that's who I went with. Oh yeah, she worked at the uh, at the, uh, the uh, flower shop. The flower shop, and was potentially albino because she had red eyes. She had red eyes, yes, but uh, pink hair. Pink hair, not white. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's a pale red. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I just thought the character design was was always really cute. Um, and oh, so yeah. any game that potpourri was an elig- eligible bachelorette, that's who I went after. Nice, nice. I, uh, yeah. The it, I feel like it's sort of an interesting kind and of. Her house was right at the entrance of town, so that was super convenient. <laughs> yeah. So if if time was just about up, Maria, you just, look, Maria, pew. you had to go in the top left corner of town, the opposite <laughs> side of the map. She's just, you know, it's just too hard to continue yeah. a relationship with her when she lives so far away. Right. And Anne's always going up in the mountains. It's just, it's dumb. Yeah. You know, it's I uh, I I. I do feel like it's sort of an interesting kind of like a, a not necessarily like a, a personality quiz or anything like that, but it almost sort of is. You yeah. Know, what girl did you go after in Harvest yeah. Moon? And it's like, oh, well, I liked her. And then it's like, oh, you liked her. Oh, oh wow. you're one right. of those. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, I wouldn't make that choice, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, um, so if you are not part of our Discord, go there. Let us know who you dated. Who do you go know, We should also maybe just throw up a poll. On, on our Facebook, <laughs> along with the this week's uh, our uh, said RPG o- protagonist o- opening. <laughs> that was <laughs> a opening, long time yeah, ago. Right? That's very long ago. Uh, opening music, opening bracket. theme music bracket. Yep. Just throw up a bracket. Which one of these ladies did you go for? Who did you like? I uh, yeah, it's it is definitely interesting to uh, uh, get people's input on that. I always like hearing about that. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of other events though in the game because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of holidays and stuff. So there's like a harvest festival. There's like a spring festival, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's dog whole- races, horse races. <laughs> yeah, there's dog racing and horse racing for some reason. Uh, bum fight? No, there's no bum fight. <laughs> You you said Kai and uh, the the hermit on the mountain uh, uh, against each other. Yeah. There's the flower festival. There are weddings. Um, mm-hmm. The spring festival, Starry Night festival, uh, the spirit festival, which is basically Christmas. There's New oh, Year's. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I uh, I uh, you know there's. Uh, you know, so there's a, those events where you can like uh, have a, a get together with the girl that you like if you've mm-hmm. got the hearts, quote unquote, and high enough or whatever. Right. Uh, but uh, throughout the the game as well, like as you're like wooing whatever girl, it uh, things will trigger like different events. So like right. you'll go to uh, their place or whatever, and then you'll see a scene or something. Yeah. You know. So like uh, uh, it might be that like you know I think there's like one where like I. Uh, like they're sick and you have to take care of them or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, there's one where I, I remember at least for Karen, she was having a fight with her father. Mm-hmm. And so it's like kind of like awkward because the dad is probably a drunk. I'm right. not sure. He didn't seem very nice in the game. I uh, remember his character being very like, I'm a drunk dad. <laughs> It kind of is a scraggly beard, messy hair, looks angry, big guy. Popery apparently didn't have a father. I didn't have to worry about those kind of things. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's so convenient to date a girl. You know what I did have to worry about was Karen's brother. 
or Karen's co-worker on the winery. The dude who like was supposed to hook up with Potpourri if you don't like if you don't marry. I thought her. that was the guy who worked at the farm, Gray. Was it Gray? I think it was Gray. You're right, it was Gray. <laughs> it's Anne's brother. <laughs> it's Anne's brother. The dude yeah. who's like in the jumpsuit and the hat and just looks like he's just made of just bitterness. Yes. Yeah. He is he uh he married Potpourri in my game. Yep. I chased him out of the town. <laughs> I was never nice to Gray. Nope, get out of here, Gray. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it was Kai. Kai, who worked at the winery, was Basil supposed to end up... Basil is who I'm thinking of. Basil is... Uh, he was the guy who worked on the... Um, wasn't that his name? Basil. I'm pretty sure Basil, Basil, he like worked on the winery, or maybe worked in the mount- or like up in the mountains or something like that. Hmm. I'll look it up. You keep going. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't remember uh, uh, especially well, uh, but I... Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it was Kai who was after Karen, because uh, I had to boot him out of town. And uh, Kai, who was that? He was the guy with the bandana. That's who I'm thinking. Uh, I, I'm sort of thinking of. But Basil is, Basil is a character. I promise you, I'm gonna find. Is he this. the guy who's like an explorer? I think so. I don't remember. Was he like somebody's dad? Uh, maybe that was Popery's dad. That would make sense. <laughs> Did you ch- ch- chase off her? No, your, your no, wife's no. father. I, I told you it was. It was definitely gray. <laughs> No, yeah, it, it was Gray who married uh, Popery, but I'm just wondering, did you chase off Popery's father? No. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Uh, so Basil is Popery's father. Oh, okay. Uh, travels around outside of the game for much of the seasons. He's a botanist in search of new plants to bring back to his wife, who he can sell at the flower shop. Oh, okay. So he, so he can sell them, not his wife, who he sells at the flower oh, shop. What? That was a well, weird... Yeah, that didn't sound quite Listen, right. the family wasn't perfect, okay? Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the player becomes good enough friends with Basil, he returns from one of his trips and gives the player a power berry. Oh, yeah, so power berries are kind of an interesting thing in this game where uh, they increase your stamina meter. Yeah. You can also uh, befriend the harvest goddess, and she like uh, uh, improves your items. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bunch to this game, uh, and honestly, I uh, I have a, a a ton of fond memories of this game in general. But the the game really reminds me of like my grandparents uh, who lived out in the country. Uh, they're also the ones who got this game for me for Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, my grandpa had like a plot of land uh, that he like did essentially like you know planted vegetables and fruit and stuff like that Uh, well vegetables not fruit uh but he had fruit trees in like his yard as well like way in the back and he had quite a lot of land so go like playing harvest moon and harvest moon 64 especially i uh i always was kind of like uh uh you know reminded of like going out to the country and you know visiting my grandparents and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, so i always have a, a ton of you know great memories when i play this game uh kai here, I pull, I'm just pulling up these. I'll uh, curse that name till the day I die. Yep. If He, he will leave town if uh, you do not befriend him or if Karen moves away. <laughs> uh, take that, Kai. Let me, just, let me just pull up Harris the mailman here real quick. You know what? I want to hear about Harris. Well, let's, Harris. Let's hear about because Harris is a, is a good, he's the best male, 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 male man. If there was same-sex dating and marriage <laughs> in Harvest Moon 64, I'd have gone out with Harris the mailman. Harris is a character in Harvest Moon 64. Yeah, we know this. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. So there's this local male, 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 man. That's sweet. We, we cut it short. <laughs> and is a good-natured man. He can be found in numerous places throughout the area and talks about the weather often. He works every day except for Sunday and is one of the only people who will go out regardless of the weather or time of day. Harris also mentioned that he helped the mayor of Flowerbud Village and feels indebted to him. Harris serves as a rival for Maria and often visits her in the local library when he's off duty. If you don't marry Maria and you become good friends with the two of them, they will get married and eventually have a child. Afterwards, he will leave, or so he will live with Maria's family. Sorry, that was going to be a real. He will leave we Maria's got a kid family, and then he pieces out, proving he's the best male, 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 male man, but not a very good man. <laughs> oh man, so. If you give Harris a potato, he gives you the garlic potato beef recipe. Oh, so there are recipes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so the uh, this is one of, I, I would say this is in my top 10 favorite video games of all time. It's pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I, I certainly wouldn't say it's in the greatest video game top 10. Right. But it is in my favorite. And it's certainly in the top uh, harvest, or, uh, 
Nintendo 64 games. Oh, yeah. Which is another impressive thing about this game is that it is a Nintendo 64 games, which most of those did not age well. This game did age quite well. This one has a, still like just really simple, cute graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing like you can tell what everything you're looking at is. Yep. Like, it's not polygonal. You don't have to worry about like awful shapes of things and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, I think it aged extremely well. I actually, um, so when I was younger, I babysat for a family down the down the street for me, uh-huh. and I took this game over there, and I would play it, you know, while we were, because they eventually got a, a Nintendo 64. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you know, I'm, I usually got there like a half hour before the kids got there, for, uh-huh. like home from school. And so I would play, and they would come home, and they'd see me playing this game, and they eventually got their parents to buy it for them. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I... Which got real confusing when I would bring my game over, because then I had to make sure I didn't take their game by accident, because I had work to do. Yeah, you, you yours was very important. Yes. Uh, so kind of a weird little story uh, about Harvest Moon 64. So uh, some years ago, I had asked Natsume uh, to you know release this game on the virtual console, like for you know for the shop channel, and uh, they told me that they had no plans to release this. And uh, and I remember being really really disappointed. And not that long later, they released this game on the Chop Channel, and it was it's really all your, it's all you're doing, and it's all because of me. And but I was kind of offended that they were just like, no 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 no, Craig, no, we're not doing it. We're not and doing it. Also, your name won't be in the credits. <laughs> it's just rude, <laughs> jerks, <laughs> jerks. I uh, so yeah, I I thought that was uh, uh kind of uh, uh a bit strange. Now I. Uh, as far as uh, uh, the uh, game goes, though, is there anything else you wanted to touch base on before we got to the music? Um, yes. So there was an old, back in the day when you would go online and look up cheat codes and stuff for games. Uh-huh. Do you remember GameWinners.com? Oh, man. That name sounds really familiar. The website is since defunct. Like, they've closed down, and now if you go there, it's like, hey, thanks for all the years, but <sighs> it's just not sustainable. Oh, no. Um, but it was similar to um, game FAQs, which kind of just took over, and that's kind of what people think of when they think of going to websites for, like, walkthroughs or cheat codes, yeah. what have you. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to Game Winners because it was a really easy contribution thing. You'd send in an email, and then a couple of days later, you'd see your thing on the website. Like they would yeah. put it on there, and they would credit you. Um, and I think at that time, I used the name Electrospector. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put a ton of stuff on there. Anytime I found something new that what because some of the other stuff that was on there was real simple, like in-game stuff. Like, hey, you can have a kid, and this is what happens. And when I found stuff that happened in-game that I didn't see on that website i would submit it so there was a ton of stuff on gamewinners.com harvest moon 64 from electrospector and uh uh-huh. for years after i was done playing the game i would get emails really like hey i'm playing harvest moon 64 i was wondering about that and i would respond like yeah dude this is totally what you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> it's That's the only amazing. game i've ever done that with and i and i was always i always thought it was cool like oh people are emailing me about how to be good at harvest moon 64 that's wonderful. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, we kind of touched on the cool thing of like having the other characters marry. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, did you have a naming theme for your animals? I uh, I named my dog Dumb. Okay, because uh, uh, my buddy Andy, who also played this game in the Super Nintendo version, he named his dog Dumb, <laughs> and so I decided that was really funny, and dog. I kept that going. What did you name your farm? I named it Wallens. Wallens. Uh, Wallens, because uh, I, I, my family down south in Kentucky mm-hmm. live in a town called Wallens Creek. Okay. And so I, I needed a, a more nature southern kind right. of like, you know, name. And I, uh, I just like nothing was coming to mind, and I was just like, "Well, Wallens, I can't fit Creek, but we'll put right. that in there." Uh, it's a tiny, tiny little town in Kentucky, uh, but uh, but yeah, that's what I named mine. What about you? Uh, I named it Moon Farm. Moon Farm? Yeah, it was just Moon. It was what I was like. Enter the name of your farmers. Moon, like harvest. It's Moon. Oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's dumb, but that's what I did, and I do that for every Harvest Moon game that I play. I name it Moon Farm. The Moon Farm. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's in just Stardew moon Valley farm. for you? In Stardew Valley, no, because you have to name. Uh, I don't know. Do you name the the town? Anyway, it's Quizabuck. Anytime <laughs> I can name a town now, it's Quiz, It's always Quizabuck. <laughs> Quizabuck. Yes. I. Uh, wh- how would you describe that word? 
Sounds made uh, up. I don't know. It's uh, have it been like a a big problem. And Zander, <laughs> if you if you find out that our fans aren't using the word quizabuck, what well, well, how would you describe that? Then that would be a duke catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. If you're not a fan of the critic, shame on you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, my other word, Dukelicious. No one's using it. What a Duke catastrophe. <laughs> so, uh, and I named my dog Barky. Barky. Oh, yes. that's a pretty good dog. Uh, and that is because I was a big South Park fan. Oh, that's and the name of one of the dogs in that, isn't it? It's the name of Terrence and Phillips' dog. That's right. They have a dog named Barky and a cat named Purry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the uh, episode where it was supposed to be you find out who Cartman's uh, dad is. Oh, right. And they do the, the Terrence and Philip episode, which is still arguably the best episode of South Park that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> but they walk into the house and they go, Hi, hello, Bucky. Hello, Perry. Bark, bark. Purr, purr. <laughs> <laughs> so every Harvest Moon game, I named my dog Barky. That's great. I uh, I do remember I named all of my chickens after Final Fantasy summons. <laughs> so I had like Ifrit, Shiva, Ramu, uh, or Rama. Uh, uh, who are some of the others? Uh, uh, I think uh, Maduin, uh, the Esper from yeah. Final Fantasy VI. Uh, there was a few others. I named my chickens after cartoon villains. Oh, that's pretty good. So I had like Shredder, Doctor Claw. <laughs> yep. And my cows, I want to say, I named after heroes. I could be mistaken. I feel like I may have done something similar, like Final Fantasy heroes mm-hmm. or something like that. I uh, I don't remember exactly. When you had a kid, what did you name it? Uh oh, shoot! Because you would have named Will, him Ness. right? That's what I named him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I named him Ness. Yep, that's exactly what I named my kid. That's awesome. Yep. We we have such it's so many great <laughs> stories about the naming of children on the it's Legend true. of Retro. We do. Make sure to check out uh Donkey Konga Donkey for, yes. for those who don't catch that reference. Uh so so Xander, I, I did really want to chat about yes. the uh, the music of the game though. We would be remiss not to. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting because it's kind of mild and a lot yeah. of people really harp on the fact that the music isn't like very good i don't it's it's yeah it's not it's not great like it's not mm-hmm. like oh this is an uh, incredible soundtrack but there is an undeniable nostalgia to these songs when you list like if you've played them back in the, the game back in the day yeah and you listen to them now like oh yeah i remember this but i did find as i was looking through the music and listening to the soundtrack i kept looking like what song do I want to point? What song is the song I need to talk about? Uh-huh. And I kept thinking, oh, this one would be good. And I'm like, oh no, that was a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> there are still good songs, but th- yeah, it is it is fairly mild, and none of them are as good, in my opinion, as the the Super Nintendo game. But there are still great songs. Oh yeah, yeah, I I definitely think so. So the music was composed by Suyoshi Tanaka who worked on uh, some of the other Harvest Moon games, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the Aretha series in Japan. The Aretha series. Do you know what that is? I don't. I don't either. I, I could not find anything on it. I have Nuts. no clue what this is. So the the music is uh, a little repetitive, but it is uh, pretty catchy. Uh, and uh, uh, as far as that goes, yeah, I'm not sure this, this uh, composer, uh, outside of Harvest Moon, I don't really know what else... Uh, they've they've done so I don't have a lot of info there uh, but I do want our fans to be able to listen to some of these songs so what do we got yes. for us first uh, so the first song that um, that I chose is the spring theme um, and that's the song that plays in spring mm-hmm. um, we didn't really touch on this too much but there are 30 days of each season spring summer winter and fall yeah uh, in that order in the game mm-hmm. and then they all kind of repeat so every day it's spring you hear this song
Just a simple, pleasant kind of sound. Very pleasant. I I absolutely agree with you there. It is it is so, it's very harmless. Yeah. It's it's uh it's certainly not you know the 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 most in depth and you know uh, complex song, but it does the job. Yeah. for what and, you're doing. Yeah, and it's the it's the kind of song where it's it's simple enough that it's not. Repet- I mean, it's repetitive, but not in a way you're like, oh my god, this again. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's good background music for this game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, uh, uh, one of my picks was the autumn theme, mm-hmm. uh, and this is probably my. I mean, autumn is my favorite season anyway. Uh, but uh, I really enjoy the music for this. I never had like a specific favorite season until I was again ninth grade. Very formative for me. Uh-huh. Um, and our science teacher. He was. He asked everybody what their favorite uh, uh, season was, and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't really, I don't really have like. I probably said summer because no school because <laughs> uh-huh. I was a kid and I was <laughs> dumb. Um, <laughs> but he said, I like, and I, and I stole this, and I say it all the time whenever the question gets brought up. He's like, Yeah, that's uh, my favorite season is fall because everything's dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so dark. <laughs> and go figure, that's why I like Autumn so there you much. Go. So here's the Autumn theme from Harvest Moon 64. jaunty i like yeah this one. absolutely i i think jaunty is a uh, a good word for this it's uh i i i really enjoy the autumn season in harvest moon because uh there, there's a little less emphasis on the far like the the uh uh the you know cultivation of plants and you know right. uh, vegetables and stuff because you can make a lot of money on like the mushrooms and stuff you find in autumn on the mountain yeah i uh, so, uh, so yeah, I uh, I definitely uh, enjoy that. Is there any other uh, uh, music themes that we uh, wanted to hear? Yeah, uh, I've got the ceremony of passing. Yeah, so this is which I I could have sworn was like one of the title screens. Like if it wasn't, oh, and I think we figured out it was the intro. Yeah, it's the intro to the game because it's like you, and uh, it's also like if anybody dies. Yeah, go figure that. Elle's grandmother dies. I remember that. <laughs> like you're talking to her, she's because she like sits outside. She's in a rocking chair. Oh yeah, she does pass. And away. She straight up dies in front of you. <laughs> it's kind of a traumatic thing. Like you're out there talking with Elle and the grandmother, and eventually Elle's like grandma. I Grandma? sure hope I don't have a heart attack. <laughs> uh, oh dear, it's coming on. Yeah, and I think this also played when you lost an animal. Yeah, I think you're right. I, uh, uh, you know, so it's it's pretty much the the theme of death, which is funny because it's also in my head is like, oh yeah, my adventure is about right? to start, <laughs> which is probably not right. But I think when I think of this game, um, this is one of the first songs that comes to mind. Mm-hmm.
yeah, so it's an incredibly kind of iconic song to Harvest Moon 64. And it also, like you, at, at the very opening of the game, you see the uh, uh, cherry blossoms. Uh, kind of like fluttering in the wind, and uh, and for some reason, like that image always makes me think of Harvest Moon sixty four with this theme. Uh, and yeah, I, I you know I don't I don't know if I can uh, overstate enough how great this game is. I I could not recommend it enough. Right, I would yeah, say. it gets that seal of approval. If you are looking for a farming simulator to play and you want to track down a copy of this game, it is expensive. Sorry about that. Well, it's also, uh, if you happen to have, oh, a, Wii have U, a Wii U, yeah, then yeah, you if can, you have a Wii U, you can download it there. Yeah, uh, but though, it, is, yeah. it is a fantastic Harvest Moon game. One of the last really good ones. I mean, then I feel like I always say that because I never put as much time. Like, but you A Wonderful what? Life I didn't care for too much. There was a Game Boy Advance one. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, there was uh, there's but that a, one was decent. The mm-hmm. one for the first one for PlayStation was good. Yeah, the uh, the PlayStation Two one though, the when it hit PS Two is when it started to go downhill a bit because it was more about like little short stories. Yeah, it started to go. It got a lot more anime style. Yeah. Um, then there was one for the Wii. I don't remember what it was called. Animal Parade. No, it wasn't Animal Parade. Well, there, was, at least there was there, Animal there Parade. There may on have been an Animal Parade. Yeah, but there was one where it was like the spirits or something like rainbow spirits or something crazy oh yeah there were a few harvest moon games on the Wii. and it wasn't bad like okay. it was uh i remember sarah sarah used to play this my wife sarah played harvest moon 64 and she enjoyed it so she was like hey i kind of want to play a harvest moon game so we went out and we got the one for Wii, and we both like i watched i was like whatever i'm not going to be that into it because they're just not as good as they used to be but it was and pretty I, good and i watched her play it and i'm like okay i'll start a farm <laughs> and then we fought for time to play like it was like no it's my turn i was like fine but no it's my turn (laughs) um yeah but it was it wasn't bad i eventually got farther because it's like you have to do these certain things and it like awakens a a spirit that like connects a rainbow thing or something and like opens up new things and i eventually got farther than she did like this is dumb i don't want to do this anymore because you've already done it (laughs) (laughs) take that um yeah so uh they all kind of eventually kind of fell out and they made um like Rune Factory, which was like a Harvest Moon game, but it was like also a dungeon crawler. Yeah, with like fantasy and monster yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I couldn't get into that one. And then Har- like the the I think it's like Natsume lost the rights to Harvest Moon, and like they made Story of Seasons or something like that, and remember. a different company made Harvest Moon games for a while. It, it's kind of convoluted yeah. the history of the Harvest Moon series, but but early on the Super Nintendo, and then of course the N sixty four, which is I, I I agree with you, Xander. I think it was sort of the peak of the yeah. series. Uh, I, you know, it's it's great. So so I we definitely recommend you know giving it a try if mm-hmm. you if, especially if you already have the game or yeah. it's easy to get a hold of. You know, uh, definitely worth uh, playing. And if you can't, Stardew Valley's good. Yeah, for newer for uh uh you know newer uh you know uh 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 systems and stuff, you have Stardew Valley, which is like sort of the the big spiritual successor to Harvest yeah. Moon. Uh, One in a, in a word of caution and slash advice for these games is at the beginning you're always going to feel like I want to quit like this is like we said it's overwhelming at the yeah. start but once you find your rhythm and you can get into what you you're like oh this is why I have to go here this is what I need to do here yeah once you find that it's so much fun and you'll find like going to bed at the end of the day is like okay I need to do one more day because I need to know how much money I made for all these things and, <laughs> and yeah. then you go uh, but it's just it is a fantastic series. Um, do you have anything else to say on that? Because I feel like we've gushed far too long about it. We've got other things to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot of other uh, things to, to touch base on. So let's go ahead and jump into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro podcast. Retro relapse. Retro relapse for this week was, and we might get this wrong. The Legend of Kage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's The Legend of Kage, because I think Kage is the Japanese word for, like, shadow? Maybe. I think. And you're playing a ninja in this game. Yes. Um, I first played this game, um, I guess I should say, uh, released by Taito in uh, October of 1985. Uh, Nintendo, right? The NES? Yes, for NES. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, the player is armed with Kodachi Sword Sword and an unlimited amount of shuriken. 
you're a ninja. Yeah, and there's trees, and it looks like maybe at the beginning you're walking with your lady friend, and some other bad ninja swoops down and steals her, and it's up to you to kill everything. <laughs> there's so much death and destruction in this game. I played this on, uh, I hacked my NES classic, and I put this on, and my brother's like, oh, I feel like I remember the legend of, of Cage. He said Cage, and I was like, yeah, Cage, I guess. That makes sense. Um, and we played it, and we're like, I have no idea what we're doing. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and i i was just like yeah this is not great like I, what's the point like you just keep killing these things and nothing ever seems to happen and then something does happen a stronger ninja comes out and killed us immediately like this is dumb let's play something else <laughs> um but then uh glitch brought it up for us uh for retro relapse yeah. and we gave it a shot and i remember and you'll see in the in the video if you if you check it out on youtube which i strongly recommend um I'm poo-pooing this game from the start. <laughs> and then I'm the one who like figures out what I'm doing and then like I'm going crazy in this game. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh uh it's I I feel like it's it's you know, it can be a little repetitive, but there's a certain charm to just going flying through the air, launching shuriken everywhere yeah. and just taking out hundreds of ninja. Ah, here's the plot. The player takes the role of a of the young Iga ninja named Kage Shadow. So there it is, Kage. <laughs> I was right. On the mission to rescue Princess Kiri from the villains Yoshi and Yuki, Kage must fight his way through the forest along a secret passageway up a forest wall and through the castle, rescuing her two times, three in the NES version, in order to win the game. Each time the princess is rescued, the seasons change in the game. Wow, she gets kidnapped a whole bunch. At least twice. Three in the three NES times, game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the first stage is horizontal ver and vertically scrolling forest. The second stage is horizontal scrolling at the water's edge. Uh, third stage is another by-scrolling stage uh, where you're at the temple. The fourth stage is the temple. And then the fifth stage is a boss fight hmm. or a boss stage. So I made it to stage three, I think. Uh, that sounds right. Uh, we, we started stage doing pretty three or like late into stage two. I feel like it got to a point where I, I like I, I uh, just for whatever random reason, I started jumping into the trees yeah. and I feel like I found a good rhythm where you're like in the tree and you could like take out every enemy coming at you. Yeah. And so I think at that point it's when we started to realize, OK, all right, there's thread. There is strategy to this. I uh, so, yeah, it's it's sort of you jump around, you throw, you know, the ninja stars everywhere. You, you know, slice people with your uh, uh, Kodachi or like short sword or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it, there. Even if it's a little repetitive, there is that like kind of charm to just, you know, that sort of like, you know, almost dynasty warriors yeah. kind of like there's just hundreds of enemies. Take them down <laughs> kind of thing, which is weird because I hate dynasty warriors, <laughs> but you like. <laughs> but Legend I got into this game. Yeah. Well, again, same with Harvest Moon. You find your rhythm. And it's like, okay, this is once you get it down and you kind of figure out what's going, you're just killing things until you don't have to kill anymore. <laughs> um, another thing I really liked about this uh -huh. uh, was the very obvious um, Kung Pao reference I was able to make because when you power up, your clothes change color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I am a great magician. Your clothes are red. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate any game that Anytime, allows me. And this is the second time Kung Pao's come up in this episode. <laughs> oh, a very, stars a, Exactly. Very astute Kung Pao <laughs> fans will recognize the line, Oh, that's what he meant. Stars above. <laughs> <laughs> Any game that allows me to think about Kung Pao more is a good game in my book. Yes. So what what do you give it on the eight bit scale? On Xander? the eight bit scale, I would I would honestly probably give this a six. No, I, I really enjoy. I like I said, once I got my rhythm, I was good. At, I was good with it. At a rocky start. But a fun, I was kind of bummed when we've had to stop. The rocky start makes me put it at a five out of eight, but I feel like it is above average. Yes, definitely above average. There's a reason why this is kind of what I mean. It was arguably a launch title for the nes i mean I october mean, 1985 game. it's quite a while ago. yeah yeah um and there's a reason why it's it's remembered is because it is it is a fun game and five stages is, is quick playthrough you know what other kung fu themed uh game was only five stages kung fu <laughs> and that's also great so, Sander, I before we start babbling too much about ninjas and kung fu here and kung pao and kung pao I think it's about time we hear a word from our sponsors. Yes.
Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there, and it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month, plus a website full of even more razzle-dazzle, and it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. Boom-shakalaka! So let's go ahead and jump into our opening music bracket. So this is the final... Uh, final uh, matchup of round one. Yeah, yeah. So this is our final matchup here of this round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do, what do we have first here, Xander? Well, this is, um, I think, a first for our brackets where we have a returning song. Really? Yes. Uh, the intro... Or I, no, I guess technically it's not. It's because it, it was the overworld theme last oh, time oh right right in the nas music yes. bracket so this is the uh opening to legend of zelda yep the original legend of zelda which of course was composed by koji kondo right. the legend himself uh yeah so this this opening is very iconic and it has a, a very warm spot in my heart for for it uh I, I i was always captivated by the opening to legend of zelda so let's go ahead and give it a, a listen Awesome song, yeah. I mean, the, for, the th- it's for uh, uh, I mean, there's just certain feelings that get brought out when you start to hear the opening of that song. Yeah, they really do. I I love the the like the the scroll of the story, uh, the the quick like you know cast of characters or whatever, and like the items that are important and stuff. You know, it's ah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. It does have a powerful adversary this time, though. It really does. This is, uh, honestly, this is one of the sort of the big heavy hitters of this competition, at least yeah. the way I saw it. I think there is certainly a lot of nostalgia for Legend of Zelda, and it is a great uh, you know piece of work, but this is the opening theme to Smash Brothers Melee yes. for the GameCube, and that was the system that started to turn things around, and you start using orchestral mm-hmm. you know, tracks and stuff. Yep. Uh, and now, uh, Hirokazu Ando yes. is the one who composed the music for Smash Brothers, yes. right? So, so all the menu, like the intro and all that, was those were original compositions by Hirokazu Ando. Um, there was, of course, a ton of compositions, like Everybody who's made a Nintendo game like has credits in this. Oh <laughs> game yeah, there's music. so many remixes and stuff. Um, but a couple people who also did um, uh, different arrangements in the game. Mm-hmm. A couple of notable mentions I want to shout out is uh, Juni Shikawa. Oh yeah, uh, Tadashi Ikigami or Ikigami. Mm-hmm. And uh, a favorite of ours, Shogo Sakai. Ah yeah, the the three of them have done a, a lot of great work over the years. Yeah, I I. You know, and if you're a fan of Legend of Retro, you've I'm sure heard those names before mentioned. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, just jump right on into the uh, the opening to Smash Brothers Melee.
Super Smash right. Brothers. <laughs> it's the only thing that's missing. <laughs> I, what a what a contender, man! Like it, it to is. go up against the Legend of Zelda intro. I put this. I mean, immediately this song. I mean, it's it's paired with one of the greatest video game openings, like cinema movies, whatever cinematics. Open, yes, cinematics. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ever. Oh yeah. It is solid. It is. It is great. I. Uh, I. I think honestly, my favorite part of the song is when you hear the like, kind of like the, uh, the sort of like, uh, uh, sort of operatic singing, like as Kirby goes yeah. flying through the sky and stuff. I just love that part so much. And I think I, I have so much attached to this song, just remembering watching the trailer like when this first got l- released uh-huh. on a dial-up modem and having to stop so many times but like is that oh my god is this uh, like, oh my god is that all this? the mind-blowing moments of like is this character gonna be in there oh yeah it was crazy uh in fact uh uh for a lot more of our babbling about smash brothers melee uh we've covered it previously so yes. make sure to check out our legend of retro episode on uh smash brothers melee make sure to join our facebook page so you can vote yep. uh you know your Votes definitely count. Uh, we've had a lot of close ones. So Very make sure close to, ones. Yeah, jump in. Uh, join us on Discord if you'd like to chat with us. And uh, uh, as far as the other shows on the Gamezilla me- uh, Media Network, we have a, a whole bunch at this yeah. point. So if you if you're looking for more to listen to now that this this episode's wrapping up and you got to wait a whole other week before you hear us again, there are at least I don't know four or five different shows on the Gamezilla Network that you can listen to. Yeah. So Sunday uh, Sunday mornings we have the Noiseland Arcade, our Simpsons podcast. Yep. Monday is Last Action Podcast, we cover action movies. And then, of course, there's Gamezilla, Noobs and Dragons, Legend of Retro, of course, and uh, Movie, Movie Blast with Bobs and Bobs. And I always say Bobs <laughs> with Bob and Backs. All the Bobs. <laughs> All the Bobs. Every Bob ever is on that show. Yeah, every single Bob. Uh, 100% of Bob's. Yeah, so many Bob's. <laughs> so many Bob's, but only one Max. Uh, so yeah, make sure to uh, check that out. And if you'd like some more bonus content from us, of course, check out uh, uh, patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can catch our Game Shark show. Yep. Uh, you can also, of course, uh, uh, you know, ch- check out our uh our retro relapse videos early. We uh, release them early on Sundays. Uh, for everyone else, they pop up the uh, day our episodes. And air. it's just a dollar on Patreon to get the the um, early retro access. Relapse. Yeah. yeah, for early access for retro relapse, it's just a dollar. Uh, if you'd like uh, all the the rest of our bonus content, though, make sure to check all that out. And uh, yeah, I think we've we've babbled about our love for uh, not only all this music, but our love of Legend of Kage and our love of uh, Harvest Moon 64 a whole bunch. Yeah, we've been, like we said at the beginning, we've been waiting to do this episode for a very long time. Things just never worked out. We'd sit down to record and like, oh, crap, I got to go. Oh, crap, I got to go. So it's nice. You can finally delete the notes from your phone. I have been complaining to Xander for so long. I'd just be like, anytime you'd be like, oh, man, I'd love to do this episode. I'd be like, not before Harvest Moon right? 64. Yeah, like every time. I was like, if you've got time for that, you've got to it's like working in retail you got time to clean you got time to clean it's like you got time to chat you got time to harvest moon 64 craig that doesn't make sense shut it you're gonna do it shut up and do this episode a lot of verbal abuse was taken from craig over these past i don't know six months Uh, arguably you could have said the last like five to ten years and it still would have been applicable it's true it's yeah i'm not a Great friend. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. Make sure to uh, join us next time when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.